I was uh, stirred about what came out in the service last night of uh, a word that came through Brother uh, Copeland about the high ground. Anybody here, you remember that? There was a word came through him about high ground. And uh, that gets kept stirring over in me again. So I want to continue on that this morning and talk about the high ground. Hallelujah. Uh, Go to Genesis, please. Scripture that we, we saw that was referred to yesterday. Genesis Chapter 1 and verse 26. Genesis 1, 26. And love said. Y'all, y'all, everybody here? Love said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion. Everybody say dominion. Dominion over. Over. I want you to notice how many times the word over is here in this passage. Dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing. That creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said to them. Love said to them. Be fruitful and multiply. Replenish the earth. And subdue it. And what? Have dominion over the fish of the sea. Over the fowl of the air. And over Every living thing that moves upon the earth. Man was created to be over, not under. Man was created to rule and to reign and to have dominion, not to be oppressed. And put in bondage. And overwhelmed. And overcome. Somebody say over. Over. (laughs) You're going to help me preach about over. This morning. Hmm? Over. Say it out loud. I was created. created To be over. over. Not under. Over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thought you'd like this. When the word came out yesterday and last night about high ground and us being with the Lord on the high ground, the Lord quickened to me, that's a tactical phrase. It's a military tactical phrase. Now whether you know anything about military or not, have you ever heard the term Take the high ground. Yes. Well, what, why, why is that significant? Well, since recorded history, generals and, and planners and tacticians have known 
It is an advantage to have the high elevation. That high ground, the area of elevated terrain, it's of importance. and, And to force the enemy to attack from a low position. Come on, y'all going to help me with this or not? It forces the enemy to attack from a low position. Uh, And when you have the high ground, you have the elevated vantage point. You can see everything. You're not down in the mud. You're not down in the bushes. You're up on the hill. And you can see when the enemy starts heading your way, 10 miles away. Instead of being surprised because you're in the ditch and he's on top of you before you knew it. On the high ground, you go, I see you. I see you trying to mess with me. And that's 30 miles out. Somebody say high ground, high ground. In addition, the enemy... Trying to attack you from below tires more quickly. He's having to paw and climb and dig and come up the ground, come come up high, and it slows him down and it wears him out. Sound good to you? Because I I I was stirred about what does the Lord mean about high ground, and then also. You have the firing advantage. You can see and your projectile goes further the higher you are. Gravity is working for you. (laughs) You can shoot further. You can see your targets. The enemy can't see. He's struggling. All you got to do is kick some dust in his face. Roll some rocks down on him. You definitely don't want to be on the bottom trying to fight your way up. You want to be on the top. On the high ground. Oh, somebody say high ground. High ground. High ground. Glory to God. Oh, high ground. High ground. Go with me, please. To... uh, Excuse me, Psalms 8, the 8th Psalm. This is a wonderful word like all of them are. And this particular Psalm is quoted in the New Testament and referred to more than one place. Several places, in fact. Psalm 8. Are you there? I'm reading uh, Young's Well, let me read it in the King James, then I'll I'll read this. Psalm 8, verse 1. O Lord, O Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who've set your glory above the heavens. Keep going, we're going to read the whole thing. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, you have ordained strength. Now, you know, that's referred to in the New Testament and, and praise is mentioned. 
Well, which one's right? It's the same. Praise, if you're praising, you're coming from a vantage point of strength. Weakness sorrows. Victory praises. You've ordained strength and praise because of your enemies that you might steal the enemy and the avenger. Keep going. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained. Did we skip one? Back up to verse 3 again. I missed something. When I consider the heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained. What is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you visit him? You have made him a little lower than angels. Uh-uh. That's King James. Young's literal translation, the author of the uh, concordance. You have caused him to lack a little of Godhead. Whew. Do you see why the, why the translators blinked on that? <laughs> they saw that and they went, uh, that's, that's too much. We've got to back that up. But let's let the scripture say what it said. You've caused him to lack a little of Godhead. And with honor and majesty, you compasses him. Verse 6. You do cause him to rule over the works of your hands and you have placed under his feet. All you have placed under his feet. Somebody say all All. you have placed placed. under his feet. feet. Glory to God. Have you ever heard that phrase before? Under his feet? You'll see it in Hebrews. You'll see it in Ephesians. It's in the New Testament repeatedly. Thank you, Lord. In fact, just go on over to Ephesians right now. You have made him to have dominion over the work of your hands, and you have put all things under his feet. Now, that's a phrase we need to get in our uh, thinking. All things under his feet. All things under his feet. Said out loud. All things under his feet. Under whose feet? Man's feet. He said man. What is man? That you're mindful of him. You've given him dominion over all the works of your hands. And all things you've put under his feet. All things under his feet. If all things are under your feet. Where are you? Where are you? You're, you're over. You're above. You got the high ground. <laughs> and you just made it very hard for the enemy. Thank you, Lord. In, uh, in Ephesians 1. We've been seeing this this weekend, these passages. We'll see different things every time we look at it. Ephesians 1 and 19. He's praying. We'll back up to verse 18. And this, when you look at the epistle prayers, something is noticeable for its lack of being there. And that is, he, the Spirit of God, is not praying 
through him that God would do things for them. But rather that they would find out what has been done for them. This is no small thing. This is no small thing. He said, he he prayed, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand, In the heavenly places, you can't get any higher. You can't get any higher ground, any higher place, any higher vantage. Far above. Now, when the Bible says above, it's above. When it says far above, you need a telescope to see where it's down there. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also, oh, I don't think this is registered on us, also in that which is to come. We're talking about eternity future. Every principality, every power, every might. Every dominion, every name. How many understand? We're talking about the top of the top. Nothing, nobody is over him. Amen. Nothing. Nobody even comes close to being above or over. It is the name above. Everybody say above. Above, above. Yes. or over. Might help us with our mind renewal to say it's the name over. It's the name over. Every name, every principality, every power, every might, every dominion, anything that's bugged you has a name. Hmm? Cancer is a name. AIDS is a name. Debt is a name. Depression is a name. Is that right? Strife is a name. Any kind of failure, any kind of sin. Somebody say high ground, high, high ground. Far above, far above. All principality and power and might and dominion. Every name is named. Not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And has done what? Has put. Hath. What is hath? Has already. Done. Did it. Hmm? It's starting to stir now. Huh? He has already put all things under his feet and given him to be the head over 
Over. <laughs> this, is, this is a word the devil hates. Oh, he hates this word. And you and I can use it for code talk. After this message today, all you got to do is go, over. Over. <laughs> over. <laughs> if you're over, what's that put him? Under. <laughs> Under. Oh, and he hates it because he that that was his fall from so many eons past. He wanted to be over. He wanted to be like the Most High, but he ain't over. He's been defeated. He's been stripped. He's been brought to naught, and he's been placed. I got to get on down. Long. <laughs> he, he's been placed under. Under. Not, not, not under your chin. Not under your elbow. Not under your arm. Not under your hips. Not under your leg. Not even under your ankle. Under his feet. What? What's been placed under his feet? What? What? You got to back up. Back up. Verse 21. All principality. All powers. All might. All dominion. Every name that is named. Every. All every. Oh, hallelujah. (laughs) Verse 22. And has put all things under his feet. And gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Now let's just stop. Notice, he's not begging God to do something for the church at Ephesus. Lord, help them come out. Lord, help them get through this. Help them come over this. Uh Uh-uh. No. That is the result of walking by sight. When are you going to believe you're out? When are you going to believe you're over it? Millions of people who call themselves faith people. They're believing to get out of it. They're believing to get over it. (laughs) Well, when are you going to believe that you are over it? (laughs) When you feel it? When you see it, when the money's there, there is a very important thing for us to understand. God is not going to rejoice the most when all your bills are paid or when all your symptoms are gone. He loves you and he didn't want you to hurt. But it didn't say being debt free is what pleases him and you can't please him without being debt free. 
It didn't say it's impossible to please him without being symptom free. No. What pleases him? The thing that pleases him the most is faith. And that doesn't. Faith is right now. Faith is while the walls are still up. While the symptoms are still there. While the problems are still in your face. If you believe what he told you. And you believe you received now. He's pleased with you. Now. Right now. It's the faith that pleases him. Glory to God. You got to watch. Walking by sight. is so subtle. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much you think you know. How long you've been walking with God. You could have done great six years ago. But today's a new day. Right? And you got flesh. And symptoms are real. And feelings are real. And circumstances are real. And if you don't watch yourself. You'll get into the. Okay we got to get it. We got to get it. And, and man I'll be glad when we got it. I'll be glad when we get through this. Hmm? And people see themselves as under. Under attack. Under attack is under. <laughs> under. Under the weather. Under. I mean these, these words are in our vocabulary. Under. Under. Oppression. Under. Under. Man, I'll be so glad when we get through. How, when are you going to know you're through? When will you know it? When you see it? When you got to report? When the money's in the bank? Well, that's walking beside. That's walking beside. Oh, friend, you got to keep reading the rest of this right here. Keep reading. He's put all things. Somebody say all things. All things. All things. All things. He's about to put all things. He's in the process of putting out. No, he has. Oh, has. 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 Put all things under his feet. Gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Who's that? Who's that? That's us. He's the head of the body. He's the head of the church. Are you in the church? Yes. What part are you? Body. You're the body. You're somewhere in the body. Hmm? Maybe in the neck. Maybe in the shoulder. Maybe in the side, the back, whatever. But even if you if you are a part on the bottom of the heel. Yes. If you're a part of the little toenail, all of the other is under you because it's under his feet. The feet are in the body. He's the head. We're the body. If it's under the head, it's under the foot. It's under us. Every dominion, every power, 
every name. But see, immediately, immediately, we live in this world. It's a dark place. It's full of the curse. Full of the devils and crazy people. (laughs) You know, it's true. And man, if you go by how you feel, you will not think you're over. You go by how things look, you will not think you're through. I sure don't feel like I'm over. I feel like it's on me. I'm under it. And so here comes the decision. Are we going to walk by faith? Or are we going to walk by sight? And the enemy is so concerned that we're going to walk by faith. That we're going to stop looking and feeling and listening and just begin decreeing. Begin decreeing. He has given me authority over every spirit. Every evil spirit, every disease, he has given me power. Hallelujah. Over every work of the evil one. And all of it is under his feet. And I'm in him. So it's under me. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Keep reading. Into the next chapter here. He's put all things under his feet, gave him to be the head over all things of the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that fills all in all. The Lord has already done everything that will ever need to be done for our victory. Praying and begging him to heal us is ignorance. Praying and begging him to meet our needs is ignorance. See, there's this idea we're under and we've got to try to get God to help us come out. Help us get over it. Lord, you need to do something. You need to do something. He's already done it. I said he's already done it. He's already done it. He took it. He bore it. He paid it. And he has been raised triumphantly over sin, sickness, death, poverty, curse. Is it true? Is it true? And he has been raised up, 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 up to the highest place that will ever exist. Hallelujah. And he didn't go alone. He didn't go alone. He didn't come down here for himself. He didn't die for himself. He didn't overcome for himself. And he wasn't raised for himself. It was all for us. It was all for us. And faith in him, being in him, means you believe when he died, I died. When he was raised, I was raised. Everything he did, he did it identifying with me. Now I must identify with him. His righteousness is my righteousness. His victory is my victory. Hallelujah. (laughs) Oh, the devil's so scared of this. (laughs) 
He wants to keep convincing you. Oh, no, 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 it's not that simple. It's not that simple. You're still struggling. You're still under. Under, you're still under. Trying to get through. Y'all pray for me. I'll try to make it through. Well, how will you know when you get through? Oh, we'll, we'll see it. We'll feel, oh, you walk in my sight. Totally walk in my sight. When will we get over it? Man, I'll be so glad when we get over this. Like you've never thought that, right? Man, I'll be so glad when we get over these troubles, when we get over these financial problems. When will you know you are? See, totally walking by sight. No faith. When will you know that you are? When will God be most pleased? When the money's there? Or when you believe you've received, when you don't see a thing, when you say, I am over. Not trying to get over. I is. Over. It. Brother Hagen, Kenneth Hagen Sr., who's in heaven now, my father in the faith, he said uh, he was at a church this many decades ago. And he said, man, it was just the meeting was dead and dry. He'd pray. He'd, he said he did twice as much praying and three times as much fasting as he normally had. And still just dead. He'd get up and preach and people just sit there and just nothing. And he thought, Lord, it's been days and weeks now. And just, he's praying, oh God, send revival. Oh God. <laughs> oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh God, give us a move. Oh God, it just, we, it just seems like we can't have a move here. Oh God, oh God, oh God. And he said, the Lord interrupted him. <laughs> and reminded him about faith. That faith calls those things that be not as though they were. See, I don't, I don't care who you are. It is so easy to slip into walking by sight. We need to get it. We need to come out. We need to get over. Well, when are you going to believe you're over? He got it. He got it. He got up. He walked. He was in the, in the parsonage. He walked over to the church where they were having the meeting. Nobody's there. It's the middle of the day. He threw the doors open. He said, it's on. We're having revival. It's happening. We're having a great meeting. We're having, he spoke over the room. He spoke over the church. We're having a move of God. He said it broke that night. That night, that very night, people begin to get excited. People begin to get stirred. Faith begin to rise. People begin to come. Oh, friend, we should know this, but we live in this world, and all this junk's around us, and it's so easy to get to thinking, man, I'll be so glad when we get through struggling financially all the time. (laughs) Y'all pray for me. So we make it over this. We make it through. How will you know you got when when you get over? How will you know? That's not, when you see it and feel it, that's not believing Keep reading. I'm getting all kind of looks across the crowd. <laughs> Keep going to the second chapter now. And you 
hath he quickened. I told you. I told you. It wasn't just Christ who was raised from the dead. Somebody say, I am in him. I am in him. His death is my death. His resurrection is my resurrection. His being raised is me being raised. Everything under his feet is everything under my feet. When he was quickened, we were quickened. And you hath, hath, has, has. He quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Keep reading the next few verses. Where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of obedience. This stuff right here. People say, yeah, but I, I've made so many mistakes since I've been a believer. Past. <laughs> well, yeah, but it was this morning. Past. <laughs> Past. You got to make up your mind. Am I struggling to get out of it? Man, I wish I could, I could break free from these habits. Man, I wish I could, I could break free. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> well, when are you going to know you're free? I had a young man come. Early, uh, I say young man. He's middle-aged. This has been years ago, decades ago. He caught me after the service. He said, Brother Keith, I want, you, I want you to pray for me. I said, what is it? He said, I've been smoking all my life, and I want to quit. But I just, I just can't quit. He said, man, I've tried everything. He said, people have prayed for me. People have cast stuff out of me and cast stuff into me. And he said, <laughs> rebuked and bound. And he said, I've thrown away cigarettes. And I'll tell him how many. And then I go back on the side of the road trying to find them. He said, he said I, I just, I crave nicotine. I, and, and I can't get free from the nicotine. He must have said it ten times. I can't get free. I've tried everything. I can't get free. Well, he's not free. He believes he's not free. He doesn't feel free. He says he's not free. Other people say, we don't know why you can't get free. If he could just come out of this, if he could just get over it, the Lord quickened me. I said, uh, I said, I can help you. Will you do what I say? He said, Brother Keith, don't ask me to throw them away. I've thrown them away. I said, I'm not going to ask you to throw them away. He said, well, I've been prayed for a lot too. I'll just warn you. I said, okay. I said, I'm not even going to pray for you. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I said, no, don't need to. He said, what? I said, every time you get a pack of cigarettes, you buy a carton of cigarettes, every time you open the pack, I want you to say, I'm free from cigarettes. I am free from smoking. He said, yeah, but I'll be buying cigarettes. I said, you already buying cigarettes. (laughs) Will you do this? He said, I don't. I said, you can do it. All you got to do is say, I am free. I am. He said, yeah, but. I said, every time you open a pack and you pull out one, you say, thank you, Lord. I'm free from cigarettes. I said, when you light it up and in between puffs, 
you say, thank you, Lord. I'm free. I'm free from nicotine. I'm free from cigarettes. He said, Brother Keith, I'll be smoking. I said, you're already smoking. <laughs> he, it bothered him. I said, look, you've tried all this other stuff you told me for years. Why not do this? He said, I said, open your mouth. Say, I, I am, am free, free from cigarettes, from cigarettes. But Brother K, I said, just say it again. Will you do it? Will you do it every time like I told you? I don't, I don't know. Will you do it? I caught his eye. I said, listen to me, I believe the Lord's talking to you now. He said, oh, okay. I saw him almost a month later. He came in the back door. His face was beaming. I didn't even have to ask. After the service, I saw him again. I said, "Uh, how about it? He said, I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Now, Now, let's just stop right here. When did he get free? Huh? When? Uh uh. When when was his freedom obtained? When did the Lord somebody said, Praise God, the Lord moved and set him free? Yeah. Thousands of years ago. Actually before the foundation of the world. Can you see the Ephesians prayer? He's not praying, oh God, move for them. Oh God, do for them. What's he saying? Enlighten the eyes of their heart and mind and understanding. Let them see what you have done. Let them see what they have in Christ. Let them see what the, oh, hallelujah. Let them see and know what we have, who we are, what's been given to us. Oh, friends, we need to quit begging. We need to quit begging. We need to quit pulling and pleading and trying to get over and believe what has happened in the death, burial, and resurrection. He said, Brother Keith, I did it. I didn't really want to, and I felt funny about it. And I didn't let anybody hear me. He said, but I did. I went by the store, and I got a carton of cigarettes. He said, when I got in the car, I said, thank you, Lord, I'm free. He said, but as the days went by, he said, I got into a routine. And every time I lit one up, I, I, I'd say, thank you, Lord. And he said, and after, after about three weeks, I hardly noticed I was doing it anymore. I'm just saying, thank you, Lord, I'm free. Thank you, Lord, I'm free. He said, I was standing on the corner, and I pulled out a cigarette to light it up after about I think, three and a half weeks, whatever it was. And he said, thank you, Lord, I'm free. And he said, something hit me. And he said, I'm free. I'm for, I don't need this. I don't. He put it up. He said, that's the last one I've had. He said, he said, don't even want them. Don't even want them. Now, see, most Christians are going, please set me free, Lord. Please set me free. Please set me free. Won't believe what he said. He has delivered us from all the power of darkness. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. In heavenly places, in Christ Jesus, he has 
placed all things under our feet. And we've got to believe it before it looks like it. Before it feels like it. We've got to declare it when it doesn't look like it. Keep reading. What did he say? Whom also we had our conversation times past. I don't care if it was yesterday. It's past. Lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and the mind, were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God. (laughs) But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, when we were still his enemies, he quickened us together with Christ. Not going to happen. He did it. It's done. Oh, friends, the new birth is a done deal. Healing is a done deal. The resurrection is a done deal. It's just a matter of time. It's already been bought and paid for. He has quickened us together with Christ. By grace, you're saved. And, oh, come on, help me with this now. And, how many believe you've been born again? How many believe you've been quickened with Christ? Do you believe the rest of the verse? And, (laughs) there's an and. Back up to verse 5. He's quickened us. Say it out loud. He quickened me. me. Together. Together. With Christ. Christ. Jesus being quickened. And brought up out of the heart of the earth. And and made alive. Made available. The new birth. He then was the firstborn Among many brethren. And everybody. the, the, The reason why. Let me contrast this a little bit. Raising Lazarus from the dead was nothing like Jesus being raised from the dead. Nothing. The Bible said it took the exceeding greatness of God's power to raise Jesus from the dead. Why would that be? The Bible talks about the finger of God. It said all the devils that Jesus cast out in his ministry, he did it with the finger of God. Now that tells you uh, about the superior power of the Holy Spirit. Devils and the Holy Spirit don't wrestle. Finger. Jesus said, shut up and come out. And the Holy Spirit went, boom. Finger. Finger power. Am I making things up? Did the Bible say, if I cast out spirits by the finger of God. The Bible also talks about the hand of God. An increase in the demonstration and power. The Bible talks about the arm. Of, now when you talk about the arm of God. Why was it necessary when Jesus was raised from the dead for God to do this? Why? Because It wasn't a man being raised from the dead. 
it was all mankind. Past, present, future that would ever believe on him being raised from the dead free from their sins. And that took the exceeding greatness of God's power. He rolled up his sleeve. But the big thing is it has been done. Somebody say has. Hath. Has. Has. It has been done. He has quickened us together with him. And what else? What else? Verse 6. And has raised us up together. And made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Did it say he was working on it? Did it say soon? What does it say? Half. Hath, hath. When is this a reality? Glory to God. Glory to God. We must believe it. Hmm? Where am I? If you open your eyes, if you listen with your ears, if you check your symptoms, if you look at your bank account, you'll say, I'm under. I'm under. I'm under. I wish I could get out. I wish I could get over. And if you don't believe the word, you'll start begging God to help you come out. Do something for you. To get you over. Get me through. What's he going to do? He's already done it. He's already done it. If he tried, if he added to what was done, it's acting like what was done was not enough. Or it wasn't enough for you. You've got to have something special more than everybody. No. It's been done. I said it's been done. The price has been paid for sins. It's been done. Healing has been bought and paid for. It's been done. Peace has been procured. It's been done. And we have been quickened together. And raised up together. And made to sit Together with him in heavenly places far above. Oh, somebody say far above, far above, far above, far above. Say it out loud. I'm over it. I'm over it. I am over it. Because I'm in him. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands, everybody, right now. Just whatever it is that's been bugging you, whatever it is that's been harassing you, say it out loud, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm on top. I'm above. It is below. I am an overcomer. I'm more than a conqueror. Greater is he that's in me. We're over it. We're over it. We're over it. We're above it. Don't go by your feelings. Don't go by what you see. 
or don't see it. I'm above it. In Christ. I'm in Him. And in Him, I've been quickened. I've been raised. And I've been seated. How's the view from there? (laughs) How's the view? From the right hand of majesty. People say, I wouldn't know I'm down here in the mud. Don't have to be. Your flesh is, but are you in Christ or not? Is it true or not? All you got to do is accept it. In fact, go to Revelation and let's, let's confirm this. How you take your place above it all. Glory to God. Revelation 12. Mm, Hallelujah. Did you know there are repeated blessing after blessing after blessing after blessing to those who overcome? Hmm? Not those who are overcome. (laughs) Those who overcome. Let me read them to you. You're you're going to chapter 12, but they'll put this on the screen for us. Revelation 2.7. Revelation 2.7. He that has ears to hear and, and ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him that overcomes will I give to eat of the tree of life. Which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Are you an overcomer? Yes. Don't you dare sit there and say nothing. Are you an overcomer? Yes. Is this you? Yes. You you have an appointment. Yes. Verse 17. He that has an ear to hear. Let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him that overcomes. I'll give to eat of the hidden manna. I'll give him a white stone. And in the stone a new name written. Which no man knows. Saving he that receives it. No, no you didn't get that. Jesus comes up to you and says. I got a special name. Just between me and you. Hallelujah. It's a name. I I know they've called you Bubba all your life. But. This is, I picked this name out. Nobody else has this name. This is your name. And when it comes into you, it won't just be, you won't just go, oh, that's great. It's, it's, you'll feel it. It'll come over you. It'll come through you. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. I got excited and lost my place. Verse 26, he that overcomes and keeps my words. Somebody say, that's me, that's me, that's me. To the end, to him I'll give power over the nations. That's why it says, and also in the world to come. Chapter 3 and 5, he that overcomes, the same will be clothed in white raiment. I'll not blot out his name out of the book of life. I will confess his name before my father and before the angels. Who's this for? Strugglers. Overwhelmed. Defeated. Sad sacks. Pitiful ones. 
Now, now, now people miss up. They, they go, well, I can't help it. Their life is so hard. You can't help what you believe. It's not based on your circumstances. It's based on what you choose to believe. You don't have to see it all first. You just say, I am an overcomer. I am. I'm in him. And in him, I am. Oh, friend, we, what does this mean? The Lord gives you brand new garments. A new suit. White, you ain't seen white. This thing has to have a dimmer switch. <laughs> People go, whoa, I'm, can you tone it down? Okay, all right. Here. The Lord gave you a brand new suit. He's given you a brand new name. And you're standing here in front of the Father, and he calls you out and acknowledges you individually before the Father God in the throne and before the angels. Why? You're an overcomer. You're an overcomer. You don't lay down. You don't cry and feel sorry for yourself. You don't beg and beg and beg. You believe. Believers are not beggars. Beggars are not believers. Somebody say, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Believers are overcomers. Believers are more than conquerors. It's the spirit of faith. It's got nothing to do with your circumstances. Nothing. If you do this, circumstances change. Oh, hallelujah. Lost my place again. He that overcomes, verse, chapter 3 and verse 12, I'll make a pillar in the temple of my God. He will, the, the overcomer will be a pillar. My, my, my. He'll no more go out. I'll write upon him the name of my God, the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God. I'll write upon him my new name. We have no idea how amazing how brilliant, how you know, splendid, magnificent this is going to be. To him that overcomes, verse 21, uh, you've got to put this up on the screen. Verse 21, to him that overcomes will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. It's a spiritual reality now. Yes. We're going to experience this Physically too. Later. We we can come boldly. Right to the throne of grace. Not only can we come. Want to stay there a while? Go around to the right. And sit down. We don't know what that means. Mm. Am I making this up or? To him that overcome, tell me who, who am I talking about? The answer is me, me. To him that overcomes, somebody said that's me, that's me. To him that overcomes, will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I overcame also, and him sit down with my father in his throne. Glory to God. In Revelation 21 and 7, he that overcomes shall inherit all things and I'll be his God and he'll be my son. You do not want to not be 
an overcomer. These things are not for everybody. They are for. It's very specific. To him. To her. That what? Overcomes. Now let's, let's answer the question definitively. How do you overcome? You're holding the verse. I said you're holding the verse. Are you there? Revelation. 12. 11. How do you overcome? How? Well, I got to just keep on. I got to keep on studying. I got to keep on praying. You got to keep on till you overcome. You got to keep on. Well, how do you know when you've overcome? Well, you know, it'll let up and it'll quit. Symptoms go away. There's zero faith in that. Zero faith. How will you know when you get on top? How will you know? How will you know? Two things make you an overcomer. It's so simple, but it's so powerful. They overcame him, number one, by the blood of the Lamb. The blood bought it. The blood obtained it. Oh, hallelujah. There'd be nothing to receive if it wasn't for the blood. But the blood has purchased our redemption. The blood has overcome death, hell, the grave. Oh, somebody say the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. But if it was only that, everybody would be overcomers. And they're not. That's why there's an and. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of their testimony. Testimony. This is a legal term. A courtroom term. And we are on the witness stand every day of our lives. Spiritually. And like Brother Copeland was talking, the enemy is legalistic. He works with what you say, whether you think you mean it or not. And he's the accuser of the brethren. That's what this was preceded by. He accuses you to yourself, to other people, to God. But it's your testimony, my testimony, that makes the difference. Not what we feel or what other people think. The enemy will come. You're a mess. You're under it. You've messed up in so many ways. What's he trying to do? The Bible says we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ the righteous. He's the propitiation for our sins. That's another legal term. He is your counsel. He is your defense attorney. In the high court of God. This is not play imagine. This is real. You get a glimpse of it in the book of Job. And the thing is, with an attorney like Jesus... Where should you be? What kind of condition should you be in? But the Father is righteous. 
He's the righteous judge of all the earth. He won't pervert justice for anybody. And I don't care what kind of defense you have. If you take the stand and plead guilty, you're done. The enemy will come. He'll accuse you. He'll go, you messed up so bad. You're this. You're that. You'll never make it. You're, you're under. You're, you know, defeated. You're confused. You're this. You're that. And pressure and feelings and accusations. And if you grab the rail on the witness stand and you go, <laughs> I know it. I'm the most pitiful excuse for a Christian you ever saw. It seems like I can't believe God for anything. Nothing I do works. And never, nobody will help me. And the enemy looks at the father and goes, I rest my case. (laughs) You say you're under? You're under. You say you're a failure? Your words, your testimony. How, How, what makes you an overcomer? The blood of the Lamb has already been shed. The blood of the Lamb ever speaks. The blood of the Lamb is ever victorious. Nothing needs to happen for the blood of the Lamb. It's done. It's there. It's ever powerful. What's the determining factor? My, your testimony. Now, if you're smart, the beginning of any trial, any test, any attack, any situation... First thing you'll do is ask your attorney, the master. You say, Master, what do I do about this? He'll say, uh, here's, here's the transcript, study this. Amen. And don't say anything else Amen. but this. Are you listening to me? I don't care what the enemy says. This is all you say. Amen. What do you say? You say what he said. Amen. Right? Yes. If he says you're righteous, you say you're righteous. Amen. If he yes. says you're overcomer, you say you're overcome. Yes. If he says you if he says you're healed, you say you're healed. Yes. If he says you're prosperous and rich, you say I'm prosperous yes. and rich. Amen. So simple. Yes. But millions totally miss it. Yes. We've missed it before. Every day you're on the witness stand. The enemy's accusing. He'll come and say you messed up. You're this. You don't deserve. You didn't obey here. You didn't obey. And you just sit there and go, I'm innocent. Huh? No, you did this. And you did that. And you did the other. Prove it. <laughs> I'm innocent. I plead innocent. So he'll try to show his evidence. And he tries to show his video. And it's been erased. Yep. <laughs> it's been erased. He goes... What happened to my evidence? It's not fair. It's not fair. It's called the blood of the Lamb. <laughs> and you, you, you got to just, you got to be cool. And you got to keep saying the same thing he said. No matter what kind of feelings, what kind of circumstances, what kind of things are thrown at you. You just go, oh, no, no, no. I'm innocent. I'm righteous. I'm healed. I'm an overcomer. It's under me. And eventually, he'll be silenced. The Father will say, that's enough. Then your advocate, whoever lives, to make intercession for you, he'll declare and say, your honor. 
my father. You're feeling good about this already. The accused, my brother, your son. has testified that they are completely innocent of all charges. I submit for the court's consideration, Exhibit A, my blood, on the mercy seat. And the father says, the court has accepted that evidence. (laughs) And you have heard the defendant, my brother, your son, testify. That they are healed by the stripes of Jesus. I present for the court's consideration Exhibit B. (laughs) And the father says, the court has accepted that evidence. (laughs) Then I move that all charges be dropped. (laughs) And they are. If you will have The testimony of the redeemed, of the quickened, of the raised together with him, of the seated together with him. I'm not trying to get through. I'm over. I'm over. I'm not trying to get above it. I'm far above it. Hallelujah. I can identify with my feelings and with the junk down here or I can identify with Christ. And I choose to identify with Christ and take advantage of what the blood has provided with the confirmation of my testimony. You won't get me to say I'm guilty. You won't get me to say I'm sick. You won't get me to say I'm broken poor. You won't get me to say I'm under and defeated. And oppressed, I'm raised up. Oh, stand on your feet, everybody. Come up higher. Hallelujah. I've been raised. Oh, somebody say, I've been raised. 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 Oh, I've been raised up together. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Just close your eyes and focus on Him. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead, guys. Sing whatever. I am what God says I am. I am what God says I am. Seated with him. Where's the problems? Help me out. Where's where's the problems? 
You have to look down because you have the high ground. I'm not the lost trying to get saved. I'm the saved. No matter how I might feel. I'm not the ungodly trying to get righteous. I'm the righteous that the enemy is trying to confuse. I'm not the sick trying to get healed. I am the healed that the enemy tries to attack with problems. Oh, hallelujah. Can you see if you're on the high ground? It's not you struggling to get on top. It's just the enemy trying to mess with you. And you're not coming down. Oh, say I am. Are you the poor trying to come up, struggling best you can? Or are you the rich? No matter what your symptoms might might say, you are the redeemed. You are the healed. You are the rich, the delivered. Oh, I'm more than a conqueror. convince you're not but we are we are hallelujah I'm not the oppressed I'm the free hallelujah I'm the delivered one I am the healed one I am the strong one I am the blessed one Prayer of commitment to the Lordship of Jesus. 